0: hi and welcome to the 144th edition of the keen minds podcast recover nbc's the blacklist this is season nine episode 20 kalium kalium bank i believe it was uh kalium
1: kalium i have no idea how they pronounce it i should know i should know but yeah
0: yeah. you know kalium bank um the flying bank yeah, there you go. Uh, it was written by Sean Hennin again, and he did one just a couple, couple, three episodes ago. And I'm Jen, a.k.a. Takara Cycle, And I am Tessa. How'd you like it? I actually
1: liked it. I was not, I was feeling like, as you know, I was feeling that really the barbing thing was like he was being framed. But I gotta say, that scene between Spader and... Stevens was so phenomenal that I totally bought it. And it got me thinking, and I'm going to agree with you on on a number of things that I haven't before. So, so that, Uh, I mean, it was, it was a good episode. Um, I wish they hadn't, you know, that we hadn't got spoilers as to the titles of the next episode. But I liked it, it was, it was well written. And again, I mean, that scene was, it's interesting because Marvin uh, learned everything from Red. And he's very interesting because Red said, you know, your assumptions is usually where the problem is. And I had assumed that Marvin knew who Liz was to Red, but obviously that's not the case. Otherwise that would have been a very much more different conversation such as um sure kill your daughter and you know I wasn't going to you know have her run your empire.
0: Yeah, well, I didn't think that there was any reason for him to know who Red was to Liz. Um, I think that was a very I think Red kept that information very limited to that letter that he gave to Dembe that mm-hmm. he, and Dembe gave to Liz. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he trusted many people with that information. Um, Dimbe may be the only person that knows, that's, that's alive right now, knows for sure who he is to Liz. Cynthia seems to know. He said, you're Elizabeth and... and... Cynthia Panabaker? Yeah. I, I didn't get that impression. I might have missed something, but I, I never got that impression. The way he said, you're Elizabeth, seemed to me that he was... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but i I had very mixed emotions over it. I thought overall, the episode was well written with a couple of of caveats for that. But I think it goes back for me that I, I one, they were broadcasting Marvin, and you and I had talked about that that yeah. was one like that was one of the reasons we didn't think it was Marvin. And the yeah. other piece was that Marvin knows what happens. And so I I think they may, you know, if you cross Red, I do think that to a degree they solved that when they said that Marvin went in and essentially learned how to run Red's empire. I think that put him on more even ground. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also wonder about the way he did it maybe he was just and we may get more information in the next two two episodes mm. but like why why he chose then to do it why he chose that way to do it maybe he was hoping that Liz would just leave with Agnes and he wouldn't have to deal with it he wouldn't have to make mm. that choice and I, I don't know but I also felt like So I think we've talked about it. I know I have discussed this multiple times that for for writing such as The Blacklist on shows like this, where there are so many intricate threads that are woven in over years and years, the really good storylines, you can feel them in your bones because you get to the answer and you go, that's what all of that meant. And like things that you didn't necessarily have a, like it, it didn't scream the answer, but as you look back, you go, they've been planning this all along. And while I'm not saying like they should have been playing this from season one, because I don't think that they necessarily planned for, for Megan Boone to leave. I, I felt like, they, they clearly knew last season that she was leaving because they killed her off. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that, oh, you know, I remembered it with the glass shattering and the headache and this and that. Like that to me didn't ring as, we had no prior mention of anything along those lines that they had been there that day. There were no breadcrumbs at all. And that to me felt like it was just shoehorned in there to to make it make sense. And it's... (sighs) that just that really struck me wrong it's I agree with you 100% that that scene between Spader and Fisher Stevens was phenomenal the the way that those two and they they're both seasoned actors they're both very talented and And friends they've been friends for oh are they that's I didn't know that but that's fantastic um but just the way that they squared off on each other especially following up and this was something that struck me that it has gotten my attention so this is a positive that when he was talking about when when Marvin was talking about that red is all he has this is all he has he was protecting his life with Raymond mm-hmm. and we
1: learned that this season earlier this season like my life I've become Raymond Reddington he told yeah them.
0: I, and I'm not sure if we ever learned what happened to Becky. did did we ever find out what happened to Becky or did she just sort I of think when he went, went away, back like to prison when he went back to prison that was it. Oh okay. I was gonna say because she just sort of disappeared like Hudson. I mean, just bye Becky. nice knowing <clears> you <throat> um but I just I found it very interesting and very fascinating that he's almost formed this unhealthy obsession with red in which, Combine that with what Liz did to him by setting him up and having Red torture him the way she did, if they don't go back to that as part of his reasoning, that that just really screwed with his head, then they're missing on a gigantic opportunity to make it make more sense. Because I said earlier this season, we were discussing the possibilities of who did this that there are pieces of Marvin did it that would make sense to me, including the fact that he turned Liz down and Liz had him tortured. I mean, like, I love Liz. You know how much I'll fight for Liz, but that was screwed up. Like, that was deeply, deeply screwed up. And so that, that to me, like, that part makes sense. But there are so many other pieces that I'm like isn't not adding up as in as in blacklist not adding up like we're gonna get this later as in like were those supposed to be red herrings or just not very tightly written Not, Mm. not as tightly written as as I was assuming it was which season six was that way I still to this day don't understand what the point of season six was
1: and oh, so uh, i
0: do but but that's why i my know idea. you do but like yeah. i don't i've watched it multiple times and like just i still don't get well, it <laughs> the, the re- there is an aspect of
1: of this this development that i find probably the most fascinating of them all uh, for a long time you've been very angry with red and to me feels that red in, in all the blacklist, we have had a few, to me, important moments when we look at this episode, particularly. We had read that Dr. Gray in season six told him he's an imposter, but not an imposter as in you're trying to have a name, it's not yours. He specific, she specifically said an imposter trying, you know, you're, everybody looks at you as you're the quintessential bad guy, but you're not. You're an imposter, you're trying to live a life that is not yours. And as such, and Red had always said that, you know, when asked why he abandoned his family to Jennifer, he told her that it was easier for him to be a criminal uh, chased by the FBI, that it was for someone to, ch- to be chased by the FBI, than KGB, by the CIA and the KGB. So that was his reason, and then protect, he told Liz, you know, um, I used to have a normal life, but I lost that. And part of the reason he lost that was to protect her. And that's why he became hideous fish. But for somebody who's consistently have to project being a bad guy, but is not, he eventually becomes one, but even when he becomes one, he's always overcompensating. He's, he's going a step further than your regular bad guy because deep inside he knows he's not one. So I see that there's two points at which Red, the the series took a far more sinister turn than it should have had with a minor one attached to this. And they're both related to one of them is related to the bones. The other one is related to to Marvin. Red, Red had an opportunity to save Tom's life, to act in such a way that he would not be depending on, I am smarter than Tom because he wasn't. Tom, Change the bones and pull the wool over his eyes, and left with the bones. Sure, that was exactly what Tom was going to do. But let's be clear: if Red had come across this skeleton with no identification, exactly the way Kate left it, specifically for that reason, because it wouldn't have cost nothing to put a little note, Red would have tried to identify them before giving them to to anybody. So we agree there. That was that was. He didn't he didn't specifically go out and kill Tom, but he also didn't do his
0: damn best to make sure that Tom would survive. I've always said that, well, I don't blame Red directly for Tom's death. I think he had, he was part of the piece, of the puzzle that led to it. Yeah, so I'm agreeing with you. And I think that that moment was a
1: defining moment because Red, Red could have taken that, and not to say that he's not entitled to his secrets, everybody's entitled to their secrets, but Tom did not wanted to get involved in that. It was not his choice. Kate thrusted them in that in that position and gave him that. So that was, and he could not assume that Liz and Tom were going to act like employees or, or children, you know. I told you to go to your room
0: and face the wall and you should go ahead and do it. I think he did to an extent because yeah. his own employees reacted that way. And he always saw Liz as a child because mm-hmm. when, when you're an uh, absentee parent and you miss that, you know, you only see that at a distance. That's I think forward. it's very, it's very easy that when you come back into the adult child's life to realize, to treat them like an adult yep. I think red struggled with that greatly and so because he did that with Liz and because Tom had both been an employee and now was the son-in-law he just he treated him as you should be listening to me yep. <laughs> and, I told you that and also that you know that he said uh red was the gold standard yeah you know it's it, it it's a
1: it's a very very um thin line that red had in there he could have chosen to acknowledge that 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 tom as well as liz were adults and treated them in a way that respected them and got them not killed in which case liz would not have got in a coma and in general everybody's life would have been a lot
0: more pleasant yeah and been that mutual respect there rather than fighting against each other
1: yeah if, if it would have been I mean and, and it's not all red fault Tom but Tom in that trend in that moment when Tom asked him to trust him you know as his son-in-law like you know you can trust me red could have said something to him that and trusted him and he never took that step so tr- red trust issues there cost a big the series turned darker because Liz lost the light. And the next moment that I see this happening, came in the, in, in, there is a little moment there when Red didn't care for Samar and didn't stay to try to find her. He would have had chances and opportunities and thoughts that could have saved her, but he didn't again, because it was about the bones. And the next opportunity came when when Liz set Marvin up, and it was he already had gone through this thing with Kate, and he almost had Marvin killed, when Liz called him in the nick of time, and told him that it wasn't the wine, it was it was something stronger. And then she had, she frames Marvin and Red falls for it, even though Marvin is telling
0: him, "You think I'm gonna be that stupid?" Right. Uh, essentially, there was a a parallel between what Marvin said in season eight and what Hetty was saying in season nine of the, how would I do this? Why would I do this? Like, give me a reason that makes sense. Make this make sense. Why would I go against you? Because everybody knows what happened. Yeah. Hetty wasn't around for it, but Marvin... Marvin had been around long enough that he probably was at least aware what happened to Mr. Gray. He wasn't actively involved at that point, but my mm-hmm. guess is that he knew Mr. Gray and at some point he went, hey, Dinbei, whatever happened to this guy? And Dembe's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, well. well he's he been involved himself. when he was in prison, yeah. but
1: he, he, I mean, betraying Red, even if he didn't know who Liz was to Red, he knew that Liz was important enough that Red gave up his freedom to protect her. Yes, so I mean I get it. He has he has uh taken, for example Emma, and they're and just talking to her and having all that. So there was no reason why Marvin should have suspected that Liz was his daughter, but certainly enough for him to have known. But once once Red had Marvin tortured for a stupid clue that even Liz said, "I thought you were smart." I think that once you have, and then making fun of it, like is the, the, and I don't know what goats did. It could be a really horrible thing, or it could be just whatever unpleasant and uncomfortable or painful. But the problem is that Red never chose trust and he forgot his own rule, loyalty, value, loyalty above all else. And for somebody who had proven to him, he was, she was disloyal like Liz who had betrayed him in season one when he had him arrested, in season six when she had him arrested. How many times did Liz have to betray Red for him to finally realize you cannot trust Liz and when Liz is involved, expect that she's doing something underhanded. And instead she had Costa torture, she had Marvin tortured, He had,
0: for things that make no sense instead of- Also had- um... Oh, I'm blanking on his name. German. Um, bomb maker. Zimmerman. Oh. No. Um, oh God, I'm blanking on his name. I love oh, him. Oh, Max Rudenberg. No, he no. didn't
1: have Rudenberg. Jersey. Yes, she did.
0: She turned him over to... Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Liz did, but not yeah. Red. Oh, 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 okay. Uh, no, okay. No, no, no. I'm not Sorry. saying...
1: I mean, Liz used the. his friends of the task force. I mean, forget about Red's people. Red's people could not expect from her nothing but betrayal being thrown under the bus. Liz did all this to the people that she loved. She had, Liz has zero constant of loyalty and Red should have seen that. For somebody who has built an empire on trust and loyalty being earned, that's not the way to do it. And I think that he, that Red has been consistently losing his North, trying to, to keep on believing in Liz.
0: Well, we've said that for all, especially this season, that he's just, I mean, people have been pulling one over on him left and right. He just, he's been floundering. But I mean, that goes back to the, you know, you're my North star, you know, you're, you're the way home. Mm-hmm. And so she's gone. So he, he has no way to navigate through the choppy waters at this mm-hmm. point.
1: And Liz, and Liz brought this upon herself. I mean, However much I, I I, mean, Marvin,
0: what did Marvin have to look forward with Liz in power? I mean, like, I, I, as Marvin, I would not have worked for her for any, he'd already turned her down once. And so honestly, mm-hmm. if I had been Marvin, I, but he could have also felt like she's going to throw me under the bus. Yeah. If I just try to bow out, she's going to kill me. And so it's gonna be one more snub and then nobody's gonna be around for to stop her. Mm-hmm. And I so I mean I, I do get that. I and I I honestly I mean I, I hate that I love Marvin. I, I hate that he's a bad guy, but I get it. It's um well, I Well it I, was
1: kill or be killed and he yeah, chose
0: to and I, I think it makes a lot of sense. I just to me. The way that they explained it, it feels like there was so much filler in there. And that we thought with the path that they went down, that led them to this moment. So it was supposedly the right path. But going into the whole thing with Why the, not kill the, medica- well, the medication and and the hallucinations and all these little Breadcrumbs that the writers have been dropping for us that were leading mm-hmm. back to season eight with Liz's hallucinations, with the, mm-hmm. you know, bringing back Kate Kaplan. And I understand mm-hmm. why Marvin used Kate Kaplan's because Kate Kaplan was Red's huge, I didn't see it
1: mm-hmm. moment.
0: And so, like, I get him in the theatrical sense doing that and using that. It was very clever on Marvin's end. But from the writing standpoint that's that's where my disconnect is happening one of my disconnects is happening that we followed that down and it made some pieces of season 8 make more sense to me like mm-hmm. the hallucinations and all the chaos there because there were clearly hallucinations happening whether she killed her team or not whether yeah you know, but well, she, she was definitely seeing Kaplan she was definitely seeing Kaplan she was definitely seeing um, those weird people in so, the, yeah. the bunker yeah the bunker was super the trippy. Talking
1: ghost and- yeah
0: that was super super trippy and I mean that could have just been a directional sort of idea but she she was portrayed as losing it and so the the two ideas was she was losing it because the woman's had more head trauma than one person should be able to survive next to Kate Kaplan and two She's been drugged and yeah. the and drugging made more sense out of what they handed to us. And now suddenly the tracker is just, oh, I gave you something to give you a headache. Have some aspirin, Liz. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that seems so cheap to me. But, but it doesn't tell us anything
1: about what happened in those months that Liz was away. I mean, this is just saying the tracker, she wasn't being, being, uh, being drugged with the tracker. The tracker was given to him the morning of that day. That's when Van Dyke started tracking her.
0: But that would have made sense because that's the information we've been given. Those are the pieces. I feel like they've given me pieces of a puzzle and then gone, psych, it's a different puzzle. But that's well, the feeling I've got right my now. Feel, my, what I'm
1: telling you is we might still get po- puzzle that puzzle still to be solved because all that they solved, they told us was what happened that day. Before really? that day, Marvin hadn't done anything with Liz. So we still don't know why Liz was hallucinating when she went in the bunker and came out of there like, oh, it was all a bad dream. I can fly. I mean, that's that just doesn't make any sense. I want to kill you. I'm just telling Beano Baker, can you kill Red for me? She's using a tracker to lead Townsend to Red. But then she comes out of there, oh, he's dead. I'm good. Oh, that was such a bad dream.
0: It's, and that's the thing, like something was wrong. And like the whole thing didn't make sense at the end of season eight. So the path that they went here in season nine helped it make more sense. It was making me feel at least marginally better about it. Mm -hmm. And then now that, that piece of tech that led them to where they are, that would have also made season eight and all the hallucinations make sense It's only halfway there. It's only the tracker. It's not the medication release. And so I'm going, were you guys more clever than you realized you were being? Like (laughs) Sometimes that happens. Sometimes people write things and the audience goes, holy crap. And the writer goes, oh crap. I should have gone that direction. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) That would have been amazing. (laughs) And that's that's kind of where I feel like we're at. I hope I'm wrong, but it's, Yeah, yeah I, I agree that
1: that as a, I mean, as as a as a character development for Marvin, it makes perfect sense. I mean, how many times can the guy be tortured yeah. and disbelieved and have no loyalty to him, uh, before he actually snaps and decides that either he eats or he's beat or he's eaten, and decides mm-hmm. to be the predator. And Liz was, I don't know where Red is saying that she would have been great. She would have been a disaster. That woman knows no loyalty if he bites her in the behind.
0: Yeah, it's she (laughs) I think she could have done okay if she had stuck with the FBI and or probably something more like Halcyon, something where she could have a set of rules that she was abiding by but still play deeply in the gray. I think she could have functioned very well. She just went so far off the deep end by season eight. that There was very little left of the woman that yeah. we all loved. Hey, you you bombed a hospital, you're a terrorist. Um, when you try to cr- crash two planes together, I mean, it's like, well, it's, yeah. And, and so maybe, to me, like th- those things didn't make sense. I'm still having trouble wrapping my mind around that because she went so freaking psycho and it either felt like a character assassination by the writing team or there was something bigger going on in which she well, was being drugged and, or and gone you know that because when she's in 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 Anne's
1: house and she tells Red do you see her too he says I see without having I, I see her without having to look so obviously, Red Deer is saying, I can see that what Kate did with you. I can see that this is her handiwork because there's other no other way to explain that expression that he's saying that he sees Kate without having to look. But the the fact that Kay that Liz was hallucinating, having conversations, this is not just about seeing a lion. This is the lion answering back. Yes. That's, and yes <laughs> it's been going on for three months and she's she started with Katarina and it was just like a eye touch then she started with a full conversation with tom long as it was to see tom again there she was having a conversation with somebody not there which then gets to season eight
0: and they're not just one but full conversations i was going to say at the end of season five with tom like there are artistic directions you can take in which you're you know it's happening in her mind this is you know she's working through things and it's it's like Tom's there but she doesn't actually see him you know it's just her work her way of working through things like Aram seeing Samar Mm -hmm. in his in his hallucination um like he knew she was a hallucination but it was his mind trying to help him Mm -hmm. work through the trauma And that's kind of how I saw Tom at the end of season five, you know. Not that she, not that she actually saw him there. I don't know anymore. I, you know, I. She was talking with Kaplan. I was gonna say season eight. She was having full conversations with Kaplan. So, like it's Kaplan was like you said, like like the lion following him. He's having
1: conversation with with Kate and taking advice and saying, oh, that's a great idea and. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, they, I feel that they have to give us something there. I like this development for, for Marvin because Marvin is most certainly, um, he, he, Red had a comment. I mean, yeah. Red had, I don't think that he did anything to make Kate into the enemy within. Kate was always the enemy within. He was, he was, I mean, Kate came in there and she started keeping notes on the bodies that she was cleaning. That's not, oh, I love you so much, let me do that. She was always prepared to take him down. But Marvin wasn't. Marvin was loyal to him. She Marvin stayed shot when when Kate delivered him tied to a pole. He was uh he was loyal when he went back to prison.
0: He didn't deserve red torturing him now and in both you and i had a lot of trouble with that and you mm-hmm. especially had a lot of trouble with that scene because yep. it, and it does go back to exactly what you were saying earlier that Red has said from the get-go value loyalty above all else and has become the biggest hypocrite when it comes to that because mm-hmm. he's valued his the loyalty of those around him less and less and less but he still expects their loyalty to him Like, Dembe, he felt personally offended that Dembe didn't stick around, I guess. Like, the fact that he went to the FBI, Red was just deeply offended over for a while. Um, It's... I I am glad.
1: He doubted Dembe. He... I mean, Dembe was ready to be killed by Red when he he hid that it was Jennifer and Liz who, who sent him to prison. So it, it's been a buildup of red in which I, and that's what I'm saying that I think he overcompensate
0: when you're be, pretending to be a bad guy, you tend to overcompensate. Well, I mean, and, and that's, it's the Lady Doth protests too much. You're trying to make so many waves to prove that you're not, you know, <laughs> that you either are or are not doing something that you end up proving the opposite because like, you don't have to try that hard if you really are that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I thought it was interesting because we definitely saw him losing control in this episode. And I think that the banker was a prime example of that. That everything was going well. You know, the whole con went really well. I mm-hmm. always love seeing him and wrestler pull off those kind of cons. Like, they're a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have Redmond Readington yeah yeah he did that twice he did it twice um but it just when he shot him and the guy died Mm -hmm. that was i I, you were talking about those moments i think that was a big moment because a lot of times he has things so well laid out that yeah he might do something that looks terrible Mm -hmm. but then you find out later oh the person's fine the person wasn't fine this time the guy died and now he, Scott. Shot, he shot them in a wrong spot yeah um, and he just didn't care and he made that comment to marvin before he realized marvin was against him he said i understand that i just don't care and i just at that moment i was just like you he's as little as i trust mirsa as little as i like mirsa she's not wrong he is so hyper focused that he's getting you know he, he's putting everyone." In danger. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And these are things he talked about in season one when he was up against Berlin. Season one and season two against Berlin. Like revenge
1: is a passion and and it eats your mind. And there he is doing exactly the same thing as Berlin did. I think think that, that between the overcompensating and somehow knowing that he is... He was ready to die for a Kakamami scheme that somehow people are going to accept. Imagine Marvin would have thought, because obviously that scheme that Liz was going to kill Red was only known by Red and uh, Dembe and Liz. So imagine imagine what, Dem, what Marvin would have done, finding out that Liz killed Red. I mean, and that would have been expected of absolutely Everybody in Red's organization who are loyal to Red, they would not have said, "Oh, great." I mean,
0: yeah, that that part, like so much of that thing, didn't make sense. Like, and it still doesn't to this day. I <laughs> he was I, desperate. I, he was desperate, and he was in thinking. And
1: I think that that Dembe saw that and said, "Okay, okay," and then I'm going to show her the letter so that she doesn't show up. It still doesn't doesn't tell us why on earth did she show up? She didn't intend to to kill him, he, he even said that. If you knew who I was to you, you wouldn't shoot me. But then, and he, she didn't shoot him, but she still showed up with a gun. It just to me doesn't make any, I mean, like Liz wasn't behaving normally and Red was not behaving normally. It was all, like at that point, everything had got so out of control
0: yeah it's (laughs) yeah it just it doesn't add up and you may be right i i was under the impression that marvin knew about the um i mean because red had had told marvin you know i'm leaving everything to liz Mm -hmm. and he like apparently that stayed true even through her trying to murder him and so i mean that's he didn't seem to care that his empire was going to liz even if she killed him well, we didn't see, but obviously that started to
1: change. I think that once, when he said, "You're going to kill him for a woman who abandoned you as a child," and and that he's dying, why are you going to kill him? So I think that that if, I mean, either way, that things would have done. Even if 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 Liz had killed Red. I don't think that Marvin would have reacted any different. I suspect that he would have helped then from all the other people in Red's organization, and that's my point.
0: It like it, and that's part of the point that that I had about his timing not making sense. And you and I talked about this last week, and you you brought it up. The it, the timing didn't make sense. So why now? What? Why is he trying to kill her now? Why not earlier? What? Why not when she was trying to or. You know, if he did happen to know about the idea, mm-hmm. because we don't know for sure that the only three people that knew were Red, Liz, and Dembe. We don't know that for sure. Uh, we know that because
1: Dembe said that only three people knew that she was going to be at the restaurant there with Red. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So it, it seems like like to me that Red was crumbling. And I think that, that that's a reason Dembe showed
0: her the letter to prevent her, her from killing him. Just, it's one of those, it may be your only idea, but it's a really bad one. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I, I think that, that Red was just losing it, you know? And maybe he still is. I mean, like, I, I know that he was supposed to have received a more balanced form of medication he's been doing magically been doing better like he was on the store and now he's magically better it's it his illness has been very convenient the entire time it's been very mm-hmm. frustrating to watch but and i i feel like we collapse there at the end was very convenient as well like she was fine the entire time and then suddenly she i mean okay she th- tried this punching is, him well th- this is this is a rant okay because i i had as much as I think the overall episode was well-written, there were pieces, that, like if you were reading through this and providing feedback for you, go, this part doesn't make sense. You, this one needs to make more sense. And there were, I think, two big ones for me that just didn't make any sense. They were way too convenient. And one of them was the whole um, Wecha thing because she was on desk door a week ago. Okay. Fine. It's, it's the blacklist. I mean, Tom was gut shot three times, survived in a disgusting hole of shit. You know, we, things happen on the blacklist and people survive um, and get well very quickly. But he said that she comes, she picks him up. He fusses at her over it and then asks her to slam the truck into, not only does he put Dimbey's life at risk and I'm like to think he cared about wrestler, but Dimbe is really the one that I would think mm-hmm. he'd care the most about. Slams it in, which could have killed either one of those men. Yeah. But it Our also puts, injured. But it also put uh, as, as injured as Weecha was, why would you put her in that position? Through another trauma. Yes. Like that I, I sat there with, you did what now? Like why? And so we're and you know, I continue on with it. Like it shouldn't ends. the tires was a little difficult or something? I yeah, I don't know. Or, or clipping it, but no, okay. I used to drive a truck. and thankfully I never slammed into it never t-boned anybody I like did. that. I i t-boned somebody. Okay. Then you, you. then you know the airbags come out. You're not you're not driving My away that.
1: I was I was uh, I got into an intersection and I was going at I'm not even staying it was probably five miles an hour because I had, I was running on fumes and I had to get to the, to the and I was on a, on a nice little slope. So I was just having a fun time saying, okay, if I put it in neutral I like keep going, that would be good. I'm not using a lot of gas, I can make it. And I hit a patch of water and, and gas, a mix of water and gas that they were using to clean something in a, in a construction site and man, i just couldn't stop and i t-boned somebody
0: and i can tell you it's not a pleasant thing yeah, and that's going slow i mean I, I get that they were in a massive truck yeah and so like there, there was some protection there but my knees went all the way and broke the
1: console i my like my console had
0: holes where my knees were hit it so yeah and it was yeah. at five miles an hour like and that, that that is my point that's beating like they were doing if you're well then maybe okay i i can get it they they do it all the time in action movies it's it's fine but the fact that she they made such a big deal about her injuries and then she you can't even say oh it was the i guess it was I, I,
1: she was fine and then one you know it was one too many and then she tried hitting him and that was enough I I mean, I get it. They're going to take Ouija and Mirce out of the equation for next season. And they're going to leave Red with
0: nobody. I just, yeah, I just don't. Honestly, if they do, and there's not something sketchy about them, I feel like they've been the biggest waste. Like, they have been such... I mean, and about the only thing I like about Weeches when she goes into her hand-to-hand combat. It's kind of like season, the first time uh, Lena was in. I, I, I liked about seeing her. Like, she was I, very good at the hand-to-hand.
1: I like, I like, uh, um, I like them because they, they, I mean, I didn't start liking them, but I did. Because they were highlighting what I feel is the, the season's um, theme, which is Red is losing it. And like. If you if you do this, it's gonna serve nothing, and you're not gonna bring her back, and people are going to die. And and that's exactly what he's doing. And at the end of of the day, Marvin may have been the one who gave her a tracker and contact Van Dyke to to have her kill. But Liz did this the moment that you that she um, listened to the hallucination and went to a guy who wanted her dead with a scheme that I mean didn't make any sense even I imagine with hallucinations on because not even skip said like that's crazy. So the moment that Liz took that turn and started trying to kill people and she put a six, 16 ounces of semtex on the car door when she was standing at the other end of the car. That doesn't make any sense. That's a murder-suicide with Dembe and Marvin, all of them dying right there, which they don't even know about that. They know when she tried to bomb that hospital. So Liz did that to herself. That was, she was, um, she could not be saved. And Red was doing what, what parents do, trying to save somebody who's already halfway to the grave. And, and enthusiastically
0: so. Yeah, it's, I guess if Marvin didn't know what Red was trying to do, have Liz kill him, which to the outsider does not make sense. Like if someone went to him and was like, Hey. This is what Red's doing. I overheard this. He would have gone, that's crazy. Red wouldn't do that. (laughs) Stop her
1: from trying to kill him, only to tell her then, now kill me. Yeah, it made no sense. And we said at the time, this makes no sense. (sighs) Don't kill me now. (sighs) Kill me now that you you know that you're not doing it in anger. Why not let her do it the other way? And then she would be like, wow, okay, well, I guess it was a bad idea. But hey, you know what? I was provoked you know he's killed my mother and, yeah. and then getting out of the bunker like oh i'm good what do you think about park apparently alina is gearing up to be his
0: next bodyguard i i don't know what they're doing with alina um <laughs> per the usual um so i mean she she was clearly there just to spark off his his memory of something that nobody had seen or even mentioned in mm-hmm. passing had happened, which is a complaint of mine, as I mentioned. Uh, but it just her whole reaction to well, I told them about something that I knew would medically sideline me, and then they medically sidelined me was very forced and very strange. Like you're an adult act like it it's she She seemed very childish in that moment and I know it was to get to this like feel good but you're part of this family not Red's and like while well, that was sweet you could have gotten there in a much more mature way that didn't make mm-hmm. Alina look like a petulant child I don't think well, she is I just think that they made her look that way in this episode and that was my second big complaint about a fairly well written episode that I was like but this piece didn't make sense like I get what you're trying to do you just didn't do it well because mm-hmm. it it didn't land yeah. right well that that's a very
1: similar complaint that we have had however much we like Sean Hannon that we had with the way they wrapped oh. Redemption so yes <laughs> I mean it makes sense it makes sense and it, it's, a, it's a good development I think that it moves the, the, the it's not what I would have done and it's I think I would have gone through a different company. I mean, I would have, for drama's sake, I tell you what I would have done. I would have had uh, Marvin be framed, Red be killed, Marvin, and then after she killed him, find out one clue that told him that Marvin was framed. Because I would have upped the, the stakes and would have had that entire new season looking for the same thing. But I mean, I get it. I and I like the way it was done. I think that that. Red provoked this and and Liz provoked this and it was a foregone conclusion that somebody that red was
0: creating breeding his own enemies yeah and it was it was very interesting to me that Marvin who had spent two years learning how to run Red's Empire and and had been running a good chunk of it because mm-hmm. some you know they said that it, they'd sold some of it off but they hadn't mm-hmm. sold everything off. And so Marvin was running it while Dembe flaked out to the, flaked out's a bad term, but like he, went, he, he made a choice to go to the mm-hmm. FBI. Um, and I appreciate his reasonings. Um, but Marvin probably would have felt like he abandoned him to that as well. Because he was the only one left. So he goes through those videos that Red left to Liz Mm-hmm became the next Raymond Reddington, essentially, has been running this all himself. And then as soon as Red comes back, he was willing to take a step back and let Red yeah. run his own empire. I they think kept says, telling him, like, do I, it. I, I think that actually says a lot about Marvin's feelings towards Red. I think he really does hero worship Red to a degree. Mm-hmm that he would have preferred to have played second fiddle it, this wasn't about power this was no. about the life he was living with reddington yeah he had
1: nothing left but that was it yeah so he wanted he and he was fine with red doing it
0: so and I, think, I, I, I guess think it goes keeping,
1: back to to red saying um maybe they love him or they need him or they're think it's both. something
0: I think it's both for, for Marvin. We just didn't know it was, we we immediately thought Katarina. And so we didn't realize that it was going to be Marvin. He both loves him and needs him because that's all he has left. It's like when somebody dies and you know, like you had a parent die and you may not want to take over the family business, but you do because you feel that that's the only connection you have left to them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one reason Marvin did what he did, but Marvin's also a survivor. He's not gonna let Red just come in and kill him. Oh no. I mean he learned from Red. Yeah. I mean he's
1: he he as you said, he's the next Raymond Reddington. And and, and Reddington has been has been slipping. He got preoccupied with with Liz in, and protecting Liz. And all the while he didn't realize who Liz was. So he's, you know, he went from thinking she was a child and treating her like a child to then being totally unaware that she was a psycho and that she had no loyalty, that she would betray anybody, even though he knew that, because she said, you're the daughter of Katerina Rostova, you're genetically inclined to deception and betrayal. But meanwhile, he kept, I mean, this, this whole series, I think that we talked about it, if it wasn't in the previous episode, in the one before, about nature versus nurture and DNA versus destiny. and We've how, talked about that for a long time. Yeah, how, how it, it just, Red kept thinking that he could make it into destiny. No, sweetie, you can't. You cannot will this to have loyalty. She did not have any loyalty when she slept with wrestler to have somebody inside the FBI and then led him by the nose as if he were, you know, somebody she just met and not somebody who had worked alongside her for nine years. Had been a good friend of hers. Yep. Yep. And and did the same with anybody who crossed her path that she needed to use. Uh, she had. I mean, she had done this all the time she had no concept of loyalty and and Red kept pushing like like just leaving some DVDs was going to change fundamentally who Liz
0: was well and I at think, the end I think Liz needed an emotional touchstone and so that that was a phrase that was used by the writers with the mm-hmm. um that was Tom with the washer yeah and they, they said the washer was an emotional touchstone and you know, that's it gave her. And I, I think Liz needed that. I think she needed not just a symbol of it. I think she needed that person. And so that person turned out to be Tom. And I think that when that was stolen from her, when she woke up, realized 10 months of her life were gone and her husband was gone, everybody else had mourned him that knew him had already gone through at least part of their mourning process. Mm-hmm. And she like, when you lose someone, you mourn with other people, usually. You don't mourn alone. And she was left to mourn alone and try to take care of their child. Mm-hmm. That you know, every time she looked like, while she looked a great deal like Liz, like there would have been pieces of Tom there. And I just and she like, said it, she was so much, she had so much rage. Yeah, it just, I think function. it broke her on such a deep emotional level to lose that that emotional anchor. And the next big thing that happened to her, and and we still
1: don't know what Cridlove did to her or the effect of those drugs. And then the next thing she knows is that that only anchor that she had left that read was her father was taken by Jennifer showing that report, a report that nobody else had confirmed. She told them, oh, I saw this and he's not Raymond Reddington, but an imposter. And everybody's like, oh, okay, cool. I guess you are. Um, so it with that, she lost the last remaining piece of anchor that she had. And then, and then blonde cat comes into her life and says, I'm your mom. So she attaches herself to this woman who's obviously using her and doesn't give too much rat's ass about her and red murders her in front of liz and instead of telling her listen let's just go do a dna test so you realize she's not your mom he doesn't do that i suspect he doesn't do that because she is her mom except that he's not the mom she remembers but leave it there he could have done that if she really wasn't her mom at on any level she could have
0: said listen let's just prove let me prove it to you that she was not your mother well in the state that she was in and as many screwed up dna tests as we've seen over the years in the blacklist well, let's see sure your body
1: you take the, the the thing and you drop it to any lab of your choice that i don't know which one it is and then we'll let you know that instead it tells her like i'm gonna tell you it's not what you think well but tell me what you think because at that point Liz is
0: so close to a break point that then she goes into this psychotic stage it goes back to remember in season 5b um so after she woke up after you know tom had died and my (laughs) this was the point that i got super angry with red when he treated her grief like it was nothing Like it was something to be laughed off and mocked and just brushed off. And I think he has trouble, which is odd because he has deep, deep emotional connections to people. But like, for some reason, he just never seemed to really understand the emotional connections she made. I think that it was because of what you said. He had known Tom had died
1: for 10 months. She didn't so yeah. what for him was something that he got God used to it and have realized what it meant for
0: Agnes and all that mm-hmm. for her it was right there but I'm also talking about blonde cat I mean so in Liz's mind blonde cat was her mother mm-hmm. red knew that and yet he, he wasn't able to take that leap for her to try to help her and and we talked about at the time it was like they were speaking two different languages. Mm-hmm. You know, he he was speaking French while she was over there speaking Spanish. And neither of them, you know, seemed to be able to come and meet in the middle with a language that they could understand. And it's you know, I I tend to fall on blaming red a bit more for that just because I see him as the parental figure. And I think that parents have a bit of responsibility, even with an adult child, you know, have a little bit of responsibility there, but regardless, it was just, it's interesting to me that he never really seemed to, and maybe it's because he really just kind of wanted her to himself. He missed out on her childhood. So he wanted just mm-hmm. to like they did in season three, you know, where they just ran off and it was just the two of them, and mm-hmm. they had a grand old time. Yep, you know, and shenanigans. And early season five was the same way, just yep. lots of shenanigans. He pretty much had her to himself. They were doing various, you know, sketchy things that were a lot of fun mm-hmm. uh, in True Red fashion. And he didn't like he was willing to share it with Agnes because Agnes was also family, yeah. but he wasn't really keen. Nope. No pun necessarily intended. Well <laughs> necessarily pun. keen on, on sharing her with anybody else. He didn't and, like and he, to. He failed to
1: understand what Tom meant to her. Oh, I agree 100 with that. And and I think. I think that, that Red kept think, seeing Liz with eyes that were in. I mean, it it was warped. His vision of Liz was warped. He was still seeing the little girl he was seeing a good person he was
0: seeing not the psychopath she turned into i mean, I mean I, a lot I, of parents I, do that i mean you, yeah. you hear all the time it's it's like just to pull out of the headlines uh, a few months ago maybe even a year ago now uh, a young woman and her boyfriend were doing this instagram yeah. camping thing yeah. she disappeared The cops went to the parents and the parents were hiding the the son, even though it looked like the son had something to do with the girl's death. Well, their, their loyalty was to the son. And I think there are a good chunk of parents out there that no matter what their kid has done, they're still going to go, they still have these rose tinted glasses of, it doesn't matter you know what they've done oh when, he, he wouldn't have done that or they got it wrong or yeah, you know, exactly they'll make it i don't want to see i don't want to see i don't want to exactly hear, and when, when the reality of it is that <laughs> if they had chosen correctly earlier on it might have saved the person's life yeah you know yeah
1: it was it's a it's um a messed up thing and i think is what it meant by a warped relationship because he just he never quite understood that she had grown up and he never quite understood who she was in fact it was interesting that it was marvin who said you make it look like she had no choice what she kept thinking everybody has a choice there is always a choice Red, that was like Red's mantle. There is always a choice. There's a she's, He said it in Cape May, um, and there was that choice versus destiny. And Red kept thinking, "No, you got a choice. You you don't have to be." And at the end, he was starting to come around that she's Katerina Rostova's daughter. She's predisposed to betrayal, and and but he still didn't see the real Liz. He didn't see what Liz had become. He he couldn't because he loved her and he is must be it takes a very strong person i think to see somebody you once loved being your child your spouse your friend your parent and and say you are a criminal you have no loyalty and you're unworthy of doing this or that and i think you know, and it's funny because I've always said Kate was, you know, and I always believed Kate was not a good person and not a good influence. But at that point, that was what Kate had seen. And she was like, You're beyond salvation. In her case, it wasn't because of who Liz had become, it was because she had chose Red. But the action itself was correct. Liz was beyond salvation. Liz was not fit to run a criminal empire or to be an FBI agent. This was fit to go to a very calm location and live quietly
0: with Agnes and hopefully she will not be killing anybody else. Well, I mean like I think at one time she could have continued down a certain path but I, I think that by the time that we hit the end of season eight, absolutely not she should never she should never have gotten Red's Empire she should never you know she certainly wouldn't have been able to go back to the FBI like they had they had scraped her. <laughs> record they, they'd scrubbed her record too many times by that point and it just there was no pardon for that one yeah
1: no. and 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 i don't think that the task force would have actually trusted her she was she had betrayed them over and over and over i i think that 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 is it, the theme is you know nature versus nurture and at the end is there a choice did Liz have a choice? Or was that choice slowly erased by the actions that happened that took first Tom and then gave her any attachment that she had? Was taken one far by that report Jennifer showed her, then when Red shot Blonde Cat, and she was left with nothing. She had no father, she had no mother, and it was just, she just became attached to something that gave her a direction and that direction was just to kill Red.
0: Yeah. Liz has turned out to be a really dark story. <laughs> How do
1: you think about that, about that? Um, well, and, and if you see that scene, I was, I rewatched that first episode, especially that scene with Tom and it's sweet and all that, but if you look behind the suite, she really was already a psycho. Which I mean one? Oh, oh, you're talking about the the opening, opening scene, in the, pilot. scene yeah. in the pilot. I mean she was certainly I'm going to take nar- the car, whatever
0: we decided before it goes out the window because I want it. Well, I mean she was self-centered, she was narcissistic to a degree, or at least with leanings that way. Mm-hmm. Which I mean that the narcissism does lean towards self-centeredness and I I mean I think that was always part of her that doesn't make someone a sociopath or a psychopath that's no but if she keep adding uh, but trauma upon things. trauma yeah yeah it's certainly it certainly pre predisposed her to darker things mm-hmm. and she ended up going down that path I again I I stand by one of the key things that that held her together was an anchor and when she lost her anchor lost her emotional touchstone as they put it then she she couldn't like she couldn't use Agnes for it because she had to be the parent Mm -hmm. and so Agnes went downhill fast yeah she did she went downhill very fast and it it just became this untethered chaos and she described it to wrestler one time about feeling like she's in the storm and she tried to look to him to be an anchor he couldn't be her anchor because tom pushed back wrestler did not wrestler just went okay i finally got to sleep with you what do you need now mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? i mean yeah. it's the doe-eyed look yeah i mean it, bless him <laughs> She knew exactly that's the, what the, the, the rostova
1: daughter you know she's gonna do that and, and she had that effect on all males, whether the relationship was romantic or sexual or not. I mean, Cooper was like, oh, do I, oh, it's like a daughter to me. And Aram was the only one who at the end kind of like, you know, I was like, I'm not even sure, you know, who you are really. But in general, that's what she did. She managed to get people to see her in a way. But I don't think that Liz had Liz was always going to end up very dark. And and I don't think that Red doing one thing or another would have ended in a different way. I, I think
0: I think I that if, if I think it, I think if he had stayed out of her life, I don't think she would have gone nearly as dark. I mean, there could have been other things that sparked it off. Um, well, let's let just think about
1: that. If he had, let's say that she had, uh, that Tom had got killed because who Tom was in her job, his job was dangerous. Or Berlin knew that it was a way to get to Red, would eventually would have ended there. I mean, possibly if Red had completely stayed out of her life, completely. And I mean, you not know, tell, somehow to raise her, not attended any ballet recitals or weddings or anything, maybe, but Liz was always Katerina Rostova's daughter and there was a giant
0: bounty on Katerina Rostova. Yeah, I'm just saying that in the end you said nothing would have changed that. And I I disagree with that. Um, Now that doesn't mean there wouldn't have been other things unforeseen that would have switched the trajectory back. I just, I, I'm not necessarily a believer in someone is doomed from the get-go. Um, well, I think, yeah, you're doomed from your personality.
1: And Liz's personality, even though she tried to moderate herself, when you go back after seeing season eight and you go back and look at season one and two, what you see there are the seeds. Well, sure, I think they were all activated like one after
0: another, but I think that she was going there. I think that's just a different worldview that you and I hold then, because I, I'm a big believer that everyone has the possibility of redemption. Like, I believe that in writing and in real life, like, everyone has a chance at redemption until your dying breath. Now, there are plenty of people that don't take it, that they give in to their darker impulses and they go down very horrifying paths. History has certainly shown that. But I do think that there there's always the choice there. I believe- You in- think there is always a choice. I think that there is a choice to a
1: point, but there is destiny and DNA and genes that you just can't, um, I, I don't know that you can yeah, it's
0: just we Indian. have two different we have two different yeah. world views on that, and so yeah. that's that's probably why. I mean, I, I would say that's definitely why we're coming at it in a different from different yeah. angles. But hey, that's why people listen to us. We come yeah, at things well, from different angles.
1: <laughs> well, that you know, you had you had actually Red's view. There's always a choice. I have Smokey's view, or Doctor Creel's view. You are your DNA, and and it determines your personality. And I mean, it, it's it, it's a very interesting question, and it's one that's been posed by many things in literature. So, anyway, we are, I don't have anything else to say. Do you?
0: No, nope, not really. Nothing of any consequence. So, I'll be interested to see what happens the next couple of weeks with uh, Marvin Gerard as our blacklister. Mm-hmm. We'll see if he survives into season 10 since we've been I renewed for will. season 10. I mean, my vote is that he will. Yeah. They might um it'll it'll just be interesting to see if maybe red versus marvin i think he could make a very interesting villain uh, i if they do kill him off at the end i will be a little bit disappointed that we didn't get to see him show off what he's learned mm. you know what i mean like i i want to see if we're gonna go down this path i want to see marvin show that he's not only was able to take what red was teaching but put it into like if he's killed off in two episodes it's like okay no i hope that he remains that, that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it has to be worth it for me yeah. it's i gotta have like if we went all if we went down this path at least give me something to sink my teeth into and you're yeah. not going to do that in just two episodes
1: yeah plus he's he's this is very interesting because kate learned from red to have contingencies and how to do things marvin learned even more because he learns from the tapes left to liz Mm -hmm. and he had been also a very good friend so it's interesting because every time red has made his own enemy or had hired an enemy that he didn't realize was always an enemy even if it wasn't wanting to get
0: at him it was ready to yeah all right, well, you guys can listen to us on SoundCloud, SoundCloud iTunes, and Spotify. Think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can talk to us on Tumblr, on Facebook, Twitter, and Tessa's over on Reddit. And we always love hearing from you. So if you wanna leave us a review or a shout out or anything like that, we love hearing from you. And until next time. Till next time. Bye bye. Mm -hmm.